You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. I'm Dustin Rhodes, executive producer of the Mully and Haw Show on 670 The Score. Of course, your official radio home of Chicago Cubs baseball. The guys are on from 5.30 to 10 each morning. And I'm always joined by my buddy Crowley. Crowley, hope you had a great Labor Day. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Uh, Much better than the weekend the Cubs had. Uh, you could follow me at Crawley's Cubs on Twitter. You could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FlyTheW670. You can follow us on Facebook at FlyTheW, and you can email us at FlyTheW670 at gmail.com. So this is season one. It is episode number 30, and we're calling this one St. Louis Suckage. And Crowley, it was suckage. I think both you and I had uh, the Cubs winning one game. Unfortunately, they won none of the games. Game one. Adrian Sampson, Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery, again, seems to have the Cubs number. You know, this is I didn't have a lot of faith in this game right here. I said to myself, okay, I I don't see Sampson beating Montgomery. He's been so good. And, you know, top of the first, starts out good. Magical and Suzuki both single. You got Cubs at the corners, no outs. Ramiel Reyes hits in the fielder's choice. And this was a tough one. Uh, Magical got thrown out at home. It was a great play by Arenado takes it on a short hop he's kind of leaning off balance not the greatest base running by Magical I thought um you know it's one of those plays where you Ron Coomer talked about it on 670 the score you know if you're the runner you're aiming towards the glove so if the third baseman hits you you're safe right right right. and so it was one of those things and the other thing is I think he should have tagged more on the outside of the bag and so it was a great uh great tag great throw and and that was it uh, you still had, though, uh, you know, you still had Suzuki going to second, Reyes at first, but then Happ and Horner strike out to end the threat. So not the greatest start. And then right away, the, the Cardinals start in the bottom of the first. You got one out. Samson has back-to-back walks to Brandon Donovan and Paul Goldschmidt. Arenado grounds out the runner that advances, and then Tyler O'Neill will single, and the St. Louis is up early 2 nothing. So not the greatest yeah. start there. Those walks will get you every time. Walks will just absolutely kill you, especially against a team like the Cardinals. And, and we talked about the infamous Adrian Sampson inning. This time it was the first inning. It, it, he only gave up two runs, but he threw close to 40, if not 40 pitches that first inning. But he didn't give up any more runs for the start, so we'll get to that a little bit later. Top of the third, Morell walks. Magical with a bunt single. Suzuki grounds into a force out, so Magical's out at second. You got runners at the corner, Morell at third, and Magical and uh, Suzuki at first. Half grounds into a double play. So this is just a game where a lot of opportunities, the Cubs just don't take advantage of them. Bottom yep. of the sixth, Javier Assad's on the mound in, in for relief from Sampson. Tyler O'Neill, Tyler O'Neill singles, steals second, and then scores on a Corey Dickerson single, and the Cubs trail 3-0. We get to the top of the seventh. Cubs trying to make some noise again. P.J. Higgins and Jan Gomes single. Runners at the corner again with no outs. Uh, Jordan Montgomery's done, so not a complete game this time, but Jordan Hicks is in. He strikes out the next three batters. McKinstry, Magical, and Suzuki to end the threat. And every time this game, every time they end a threat, the Cardinals come back to score. Bottom of the seventh, Sean Newcomb. Oh, God. Sean Newcomb. I don't know you know what to say. Uh, We've seen enough. We've seen enough. We've seen enough. I'm I'm tapping out with Sean Newcomb, man. Yadier Molina walks. Edmund flies out. Lars Newtbar. There he is. He homers. St. Louis now leads 5-0. Not not, not content. Ross leaves him in for another inning. Bottom of the eighth. Sean Newcomb still on the mound. 
He gets Tyler O'Neill to ground out. He walks Ben DeLucio, strikes out Paul DeYoung, but then Molina, uh, Yadier Molina singles, Tommy Edmond homers, and the Cubs take an 8-0 lead, and that will be the final. Adrian Sampson, again, bad first inning, but he goes five innings pitch, gives a four hits, two runs, two walks, four Ks. So, again, out of a, a fifth starter, you'll take that every time. Right. You would. Absolutely. You take that every time. Listen, you're not going to win many games, Crowley, when you don't score a run. So it's pretty pretty simple math on this one. Yep, and Newcomb gave up five runs and two innings of work. The offense had no runs, as you mentioned. Seven hits, eight left on base. 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position. Magical and Suzuki, 2 for 4. So on the Cardinals side, you had Jordan Montgomery going six innings pitch, seven hits, two walks, four Ks. So he didn't look as indestructible as usual, but they just couldn't plate the runs when they counted. He's right. had three, Montgomery's had three scoreless starts versus the Cubs. 16 Ks, two walks, 22 innings pitched. The offense for the Cardinals, eight runs on nine hits. So the Cubs, you know, they, they had seven hits. The Cardinals had two more, but it's an eight-nothing game, right? They had left six on base, but four for eight with runners in scoring position. O'Neal, two for four with two RBI. Molina, two for three. Yeah, and obviously the long ball, the long ball's what got them. They're using Newcomb, and, and they're in this thing where they're looking for guys to throw two innings. I, I would think after the first inning is no damn good, Crowley. It, it's time to take them out. Not that they were going to win this game, but I don't know that Newcomb's learning anything in this situation. But, I, again, th- this is just... You're almost at the surrender point at this. Like, okay, fine. All right. I'm not going to. It, let's put it this way, Crowley. It definitely didn't ruin my Friday night. I, I wasn't letting it ruin my weekend. Sean Newcomb was not that going to happen to me. No. <laughs> well, we get to game two, and this is the one that I kind of, if I was a betting man, this is where I was laying my money. I had Drew mm-hmm. Smiley. I thought, you know, such a good August versus Adam Wainwright. Well, I think the Cubs, you know, Obviously, Wainwright's not the Wainwright of old, but he's still a pretty darn good pitcher, but I thought that the Cubs had a good chance. Uh, top of the first, one out. Suzuki reaches on a ball that deflects off of Wainwright. Hep singles, Reyes singles. Suzuki scores, and Hep moves on to second, and the Cubs are up one nothing early. Corner grounds into a force out. Reyes out at second, so you got runners at the corner. Corner will steal second, which proves important because Rafael Ortega singles. Hep and Horner score. Cubs lead 3 nothing. I'm all happy. Everything's good. That lasts only a couple minutes because the bottom of the first <laughs> one out. Just a couple Tyler O'Neill walks and Paul Goldschmidt homers and the Cubs lead is cut to three to two. There's Mr. Goldschmidt again and it and just continues to terrorize the Cubs. I mean, he, let's be honest. He he has a he has an opportunity to get the triple crown. You know what I mean? So this is it's not just the Cubs, but this guy is just absolutely I'm having a year here. Uh you know, what can you do? You could walk him, but then you have Arenado right there who's having a great year. You got all sorts of guys. This, you know, Brendan Donovan's having a hell of a season. It's, and, and again, these are nobody guys that you don't think of, but they, they produce. That's all I can tell you, you know? They always seem to produce, and especially against the Cubs. Bottom third, Tommy Edmond homers, and the game's tied at three. Then Tyler O'Neill back-to-back jacks, and now the Cubs trail four to three. Goldschmidt singles, Arenado walks. Pujols flies out. Dylan Carlson walks. If the bases loaded, one out. Jeremiah Estrada in to replace Smiley. Yadier Molina. Someone get a get the P test going on this guy. He doubles, <laughs> clears the bases. Cubs trail seven to three. 
Not only that, Yadier Molina just wipes it in the Cubs' face, steals third base. Come on. Second steal well, of the I think season. he's... I think he's feeling like, hey, this is my last series against these guys. I'm really gonna, I'm really gonna make sure they don't forget about me. Oh God! Paul DeYoung walks. Lars Newpart with a sack fly. St. Louis Molina scores, and St. Louis increases their lead to eight to three. You get to the top of the fifth. Half doubles and Fran Mil Reyes singles. That makes it eight four, and that's all the action that'll happen in that game. It really is the bottom of the third. Killed the Cubs as they lose eight to four. Yeah, not a great outing overall by Smiley in this one. We, I would agree with you, Crowley. I, I expected much better than what we got. Smiley only goes 2.1. He gives up five hits, seven runs. So the ones that uh, Assad gave up were charged to Smiley. Three walks, three Ks, three home runs. The Cubs offense, four runs on 10 hits, six left on base, three for nine with runners in scoring position. Not the worst game in the world offensively. Suzuki, two for four. Hap, two for three. Ortega, two for three. Gomes two for four. The trouble is that one bad inning for the Cubs. The Cardinals had Wainwright. He pit, went 5.1 innings pitch, gave up nine hits, four runs, four earned runs, two walks, two Ks. The offense had eight runs on nine hits. So the Cubs out hit the Cardinals, but they lost by double the score. You know, that seven men left on base. They were only one for seven with runners in scoring position. But again, the long ball. Three home three runs, home two, home, run. two home runs in the first game, three home runs in the second game. Yep, Goldschmidt two for four. He had the home run with two RBIs. Molina two for four. That big bases clearing double was the was the backbreaker, and the Cubs never did anything against the Cardinals bullpen. And so now you're down two nothing. Game three, Sunday afternoon. Marcus Stroman out there against the Cardinals, hoping for good things for him, and he uh, didn't disappoint. In Marcus Stroman, he had a real nice outing. Absolutely. And, 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 and when we talked about our predictions, it's why I didn't predict Stroman to win. Cause he's, there's certain pitchers that just stink against certain teams. And, and the Cardinals have Stroman's number prior to the game. They were batting a 15 ERA against Stroman. It's kind of like Kyle Hendricks with the Atlanta Braves for whatever reason, he just struggles against them. But Hey, Stroman had a day, but so did miles. Michaelis. you had a pitching duel scoreless game until the eighth inning Brandon Hughes comes in, um, and he gets the first out, but then Tommy Edmond doubles, and then old Albert Pujols. He has been raking against left-handed pitching. He's in to pitch for Lars Newtbar, the old man in his last at-bat versus the Chicago Cubs. It's a home run to left center, and that is the score, the final score, 2-0 Cardinals sweep. Stroman, as we said, Brilliant. Seven innings pitched, four hits, zero runs, zero walks, five Ks. The offense, not good. Zero runs, two hits, two left on base, 0 for 1 with runners in scoring position. The Cardinals, eight, in, you know, Michaelis, eight innings pitched, two hits, zero runs, one walk, three Ks. Edmund went two for three, Tommy Edmund. Pujols, though, that pinch hit home run was his 59th career homer against the Cubs, second most against any team he had 62 against the houston astros remember they used to be in the nl central right um you know before moving to the al and that was home run 695 so albert pujols five runs from history and we're coming down to the final three weeks of the season you know look i don't want to sit here and wax poetically about the career of albert albert pujols but what do you think dustin 695 does he have five more home runs in him 
I, I sure hope so. I, I think it'd be good for baseball. I think it'd be a good good story. And now that he's he can't do any more damage against the Cubs, but he's done plenty, obviously, as you just pointed out, those great stats. 59th career home run, sitting on 695 now. Um, yeah, I think so. I, I think he plays two out of every three games. And I think when they're – they've pretty much got the division wrapped up right now. And I think why wouldn't you play him, especially every home game? Right, and, and like I said, you can give some of the, you know, you, you pretty much got this clinch. Milwaukee's fading fast, and you, you just got to ask yourself at this point in time, you know, will we ever see another player get 700 home runs? It's one of those milestones that it just, it, it seems more and more difficult, especially in this era when, when you see pitchers doing what they're doing. Obviously, not I wonder if, I wonder, Crowley, if we get to 600, right? I mean, it's just 700. We might not see another guy get 600 at this rate. Yeah, and and so it just, to me, it was just fitting that the last time the Cubs ever play the Cardinals, who are the real big heroes of it? It's Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols. Because of, of those two guys, they they win game two because of the two-run double by uh, Molina, and they win game three, or three-run double by Molina, and they win game three with the two-run home run by Pujols. So if you want to talk about baseball being a poetic game, there's nothing more poetic than going out like this versus those two guys.